6th of October. Um, welcome, uh, 4 o'clock afternoon, Google Hangout, Singivl. We have me, Neil Singer. We have our man north of the border, Graham Waddell. We have Richard Wolfred. Good afternoon. And we have Dale Henry. Afternoon. And remember, everybody, we are CPD accredited. And um, also remember that you must sign up to our YouTube channel. And that way, you will always get notifications of ourselves. So CPD accredited, so you can get half an hour on your CPD by watching this very educational half an hour. So we've got a lot to get through today. And the first thing, the first piece of news we would like to talk about is deal of the week-ish, which happened last week. And I think we're going to show you this deal. And I think um, Richard probably wants to talk us through it. Richard. Sure, no problem. We were instructed by Olim to offer a restaurant in Sudbury in Suffolk, led to Prexo PLC with 27 and a half years unexpired at a quoting price of 5% equating to a million and 40,000 pounds. Within a few days of marketing, we had an extensive schedule of interest and after a week or so, there were 24 interested parties and following discussions with our client, how to bring the sale to a conclusion, it was decided that it would be by way of an online click-to-purchase auction a week later. So it was called on a Friday afternoon and we auctioned it the following Friday um, online at, I think it was two o'clock in the afternoon. And we sold the property at the asking price to an investor in Jersey, um, who was one of several uh, bidders in the virtual room on the day having cleared money on new procedures and they acquired the building in a real time online click to purchase auction uh, at about quarter past two. Okay. Um, thanks Richard. And, uh, and if I can suggest, um, um, I think that was a, a very interesting sale because if I can quote Jo Seth Smith, she said that you don't see a lot of property being sold sub 5% in London, so they were very happy. And she said, for sellers, conducting a bespoke sale at a time they choose, instead of waiting for the next in-room auction, is an attraction of the online model. So one has to ask the question, what future for online, for traditional auctioneers? What do you think, Graham? Do I need to unmute your microphone? There we are, I'm on now, I'm on now. Well, as I said earlier, um, I've never used a click-to-purchase system because we're not permitted to in Scotland at the moment, but uh, sneaked over the border for instruction in Kendall using the click-to-purchase system, and I have to say, I think it is absolutely superb, absolutely superb, very, very well done and easy to use, and um, I, I'm looking forward to getting in Scotland. Um. And so are we. And so we are, <laughs> for everybody who's interested, our plan of action is to roll out to do online auctions in Scotland. The legalities, I won't go into it in great detail, but the legalities in Scotland is, all I would say is whoever wrote the um, law in Scotland to allow online exchanges of property contracts doesn't really understand technology because 
what they require is actually impossible to achieve. So, but that's another story. So anyway, so that's what's how that's that was the Sudbury deal. I think it's worth mentioning a deal we sold in Trowbridge um, this week, which was quite an interesting deal. Um, Dale, do you want to mention want to talk about that one? Yep, sure. Um, so this week we we sold a retail investment in Trowbridge, which you can see here. Um, Town Centre Retail Investment led to a charity. So we two days into the marketing, uh, an investor jumped forward indicating interest in the property. Um, and at, at the asking price, we provided them with a short exclusivity period to carry out their due diligence with the legal pack all being online. Um, they subsequently submitted an online click to purchase offer at the asking price just three days later. Um, the offer, we were instructed to accept the offer by the vendor, which resulted in the immediate exchange of contracts. So we went from commencement of marketing to an exchange within five working days. Um, so I think it's a pretty, this one's a pretty good demonstration of sort of the speed and certainty we, we, we can provide with the online platform. And if I can also interestingly was a dentist from Wales who had been looking to buy a property he said for two years without success and commented that he found it very difficult to uh, engage with agents in things he could have been interested in and was delighted by the fact that he could engage with us very quickly having exchanged within three working days of agreeing the deal for a non-property professional person, I think is quite impressive and proves that investors, be they professional, property uh, related or otherwise, or have just made some money that want to buy an investment for income, if you engage with them, you are more than capable of selling to these guys and they are more than capable of performing. Yeah. Um... Thanks, Richard. Although I would say one thing, have you ever tried having a conversation with a dentist? Because they always actually talk to you when you're like, and you can't, so it's impossible anyway. So maybe that's why I was having problems buying your property because they understood what he was saying. But that aside, that aside, um, we will come on to the next piece of news in a moment. Actually, I might talk about it now. I might mention it now. You see, what I will just, if I can just interject, this is the, um, this is a news story that appeared today in the Property Week. Um, and it relates to um, that very deal. It was the first ever property deal which was exchanged and instantly recorded in a blockchain ledger. But I think we'll come on to that later. Um, I, let's save that for something, let's save that. Let's move on to another deal we recently did, which is a deal we did in Glasgow. Richard, you're on. Well, why doesn't Graham talk about this one? Because it's on his patch, although we work together on it. Why doesn't Graham? All right, fair enough, fair enough, Graham, sorry. Yeah. How long have you? How long have you got? How long have you got? No, delighted to uh, finally completed in this one today. Uh, it took uh, a wee bit of time to get it over the line, just because there were some teething issues with uh, how the information was presented and insurance issues, etc. Um, but yeah, on the market, over offers over six fifty, sold for six sixty, and. Um, in fairness, the purchasers stuck at it because they knew they were getting a, a, a good deal. So, um, yeah, another successful sale in, in Scotland. Yeah, you are, I have to say, um, you really built a track record um, in, in Scotland. 
uh, Graham. Really impressive, impressive. Um, next sale, which we've recently done, Leeds. Who's going to talk about Leeds? Richard or Dell? Richard. Sure. This was uh, an instruction for a significant northeast-based property company. Small office building, about 8,000 square feet in Leeds, uh, not in the city centre. It's about a mile and a half from the airport with two years of income, tenant in occupation. Uh, not an easy property to sell given the location, albeit established, it's not really an office location and obviously the short income. But testament again to the ability to uh, generate interest very quickly, engage with the party very quickly and was sold within a week of first putting on the market to a local uh, investor who funny enough we sold a building to about 10 years ago that hadn't sold or come across since. He performed very, very quickly, again having agreed a deal uh, very early into the marketing and exchange a couple of days later uh, and the client was delighted because their objective was to sell and to sell quickly at the price they wanted to achieve, all of which we managed to do for them. So they're delighted and we will be marketing some more properties on their behalf uh, quite soon. So if anyone's interested in having some other information about those, please get in touch. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, right. Let's, um, first of all, we've got plenty of people watching. We've got some very interesting topics coming up. So if anybody wants to ask a question, we can try and talk about it. We're going to talk, we're going to run through the deals that we've got on the market and the set of the market, but we're going to talk about blockchain and we're going to talk about bitcoins and we're going to talk about KYC. So if anybody wants to send us a question, you can do so through the, through the YouTube page, which you're using to watch this hangout. Um, right. Shall we, go, shall we talk about the market? All right. Let's talk about the state of the market. Who wants to go first? Dale. Yep. I'm up. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say that the market at the moment, well, it, it's very active, very active. But I would say it's a very, very mixed market. Um, some areas and some sectors are, are we're finding very buoyant. Others are, are flatter. Um, you can see from, from the example of the, the sale we mentioned just now in Sudbury, uh, the one we auctioned, you know, the long, long, strong income is, is, is king at the moment. But um, I, I, I think that the market is, is sort of reflective of the general sort of economy at the moment, really. I mean, it, it, I, if you look on the one hand, it, it's all very volatile. This morning I, I saw that um, Halifax announcing that house prices in the UK had jumped uh, an average of 4%, I think, in the year to September. What, they, said they, they said what, they, they, they said they'd gone up? Yep, yep. So, so they'd, yeah, they'd reported house prices had gone up. And then I think a few minutes later, you, you, they'd announced that UK productivity had, had plummeted. So uh, it, it's... I think I think the the market is, as I said, is, is is reflective of sort of the general world at the moment. It's it's some areas are very buoyant, some aren't. That's that's my uh, and I think the uncertainty, whether it be political or otherwise, is is also sort of filtering into the market. Thanks, Dale. Um, how's it in Scotland, Graham? I think it's 
I think we're still start of stock. There's no doubt about it. There's think there's a lots of people still looking to buy, but um, the key is is getting your pricing right. If you get your pricing right, then you will sell. Um, you can't be over ambitious, even though there are a lot of people looking to buy. It's not. Sadly, it's not really driving prices up at the moment. Um, people are still very, very cautious, um, and it's 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 hard work. But um, we need more stock. We definitely need more stock coming on the market to to get things moving. Um, what we're finding is that the market is actually strong. I mean, I've seen quite a lot of buyers and sellers in the last couple of weeks. There is an enormous amount of money out there to chase property. So there are there's a, um, a drive secure income on long leases, but where it's all going to come from, I have no idea. I went and fund managed yesterday as a house, they've got a billion pounds to spend. Now, I think a lot of this relates to the fact that the stock market's gone up, this, and therefore their weightings in property have gone down, but there is so much money everywhere, and yet on, and yet on the other hand, people are a bit nervous because of the economy. I have to say what we're finding is that some properties that we think will take ages to sell, sell in two minutes, and others, which we think will sell in two minutes, can take a bit longer. There is no logic to the market. Um, but there's plenty of money and there's plenty of activity. And the weight of activity is certainly at singlevalesales.com. Let's talk about properties coming up for sale. So if I start with Dale Henry, our guru, let's, um, let's share some of our sales with everybody that, is just, that are just coming up. Okay. 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 So just just quickly running through. So, so the first one. This is actually something which we haven't um, come out with yet. We're going to be launching this next week. It's just gone live on on our sales site. So, by all means, take a look at it there. But this is a freehold retail investment in Southport Town Centre. It's let to the strong covenant of Bon Marche Limited until July 2022. We're going to be asking £940,000, which is a high 10% net initial yield. Um, the, the next one, we've got, uh, we've, we've got three high-yielding small lot size retail investments in Torquay Town Centre. The first of which you can see here is a William Hill let on a new lease from June last year at a rebase rent. We're asking £330,000, which is 8%. The second is um, let to the Cornish Bakery, which is a high-end bakery chain with over 35 stores throughout the UK. Also let on a new lease from June last year and we're asking £265,000, which is 9.2% initial yield. And the third is a coffee shop um, trading as Calypso Coffee, which is led on a new lease from October 2015 at an asking price of £245,000, which is 10%. Um, we've also got a, a high-yielding retail investment. Oh, okay. Um, this is a mixed-use retail office and residential investment in Northampton Town Centre. Very good position next to Marks and Spencers. Um, tenants include Greg's, Blue Arrow, the, the, the recruitment company and the offices, and the residential all let to the local authority. We're asking 2.52 million, which is 8%. Um, the next is this office building in Doncaster, which is highly secure income, as you can see, let to Barclays Bank, who've been in occupation since the early 90s. Um, the quoting price on this is 1.55 million, which is eight and a half percent. Okay, we've also 
We've also got a building in um, Haverford West, which um, I didn't have the screen on. Let's carry on, Richard. Doncaster. Richard, we, well, let's go to Aberdeen. Is a sale we brought to the market this week on behalf of Aberdeen Standard. It's a very interesting ground rent investment on the Bridge of Don Industrial Estate in Aberdeen, which is an established commercial location. It has 87 and a half years unexpired lease term with five yearly upward only rent reviews with rent reviews to just over 17% of rack rental value. It's got very interesting property fundamentals and Aberdeen, as everyone knows, is a, is a major Scottish city. We are quoting 1.245 million pounds, which equates to a 4% net initial yield. We've also got in the market at the moment, a co-op in Haywards Heath in the southeast, which has led to the cooperative group food for another 12 years, priced at five and a half percent. £1,120,000. As you can see, it's on top of a roundabout and it is in a very attractive village in Haywards Heath. We're also marketing a multi let retail investment in Inverness in Scotland that is led to, amongst others, Mountain Warehouse and EE at £1.755 million and a very high double digit net initial yield. We've also just brought to the market three retail investments this week, two let to Clintons. Uh, at attractive lot sizes, this one of £430,000 and one in Newport of £290,000, both showing a 10% net initial yield, so both very attractive, high yielding uh, retail investments. And also a prime uh, retail investment in Leicester, let's Carphone Warehouse, who have been in occupation since, the 90, since 1990. They signed a reversionary lease last year at a rebase rent. This is priced at also just over £1.1 million at 6.5%. Uh, and finally, we have a service retail warehouse in Lincolnshire let to go outdoors on a long lease, which is priced at 6.5% as well. Great. Thank you very much. Okay, so let's, that's what the sales we've got coming up. Keep in touch. If you're interested in any properties, please give us a call. Now, let's move on. Let's talk about um, blockchain. Now, 99 out of 100 people in property don't know what blockchain is. There's a common misconception. When you mention the word blockchain, everybody thinks you're talking about Bitcoins, which is um, incorrect. Bitcoins work on the blockchain technology, but blockchain in itself is a completely separate technology. Bitcoins just confuses the matter because there are other cryptocurrencies like Ethereum and Lite. But let's talk about blockchain. Now, blockchain is making the news. If anybody out there hasn't heard of it, you must start reading up about it. You must start following the news. It is going to change all businesses. It's going to change the way we work. It's going to change the way we live. And the reason is, is because it is a manner in which a database can be 100% reliable, immutable. And because it's reliable and it's immutable, you can 100% rely, rely upon the data. And because you can rely upon the data, it removes the need for intermediaries. And because it removes the need for intermediaries, it means that things can happen far quicker and with far greater certainty. Now, we are the pioneering users, as anybody watching will know, of um, click to purchase. And this is the new click to purchase blockchain ledger, which actually went live only last Thursday. And what I'm look, what I'm showing you here are blocks of data held in blocks in, in, 
in a way which means that if one were to explore pieces of data, you can see here a transaction of uh, a demonstration transaction from a, an agency called Jack Britton who sold a property where the data was recorded in the blockchain ledger. This is the actual transaction. This is the transaction uh, address. This is the wallet of Jack Britton, the agent, and this is the wallet of the person who bought the property. And the reason this is so significant is because if you were to exchange a contract now with click to purchase and you exchange the property online, it creates a digital file. The digital file is instantaneously then saved in the blockchain ledger. And by saving in a blockchain ledger, nobody can ever dispute that you have the right of ownership from that digital file. Now, there's a, there are a number of companies around the world who are developing blockchain technology for property. There's a company in Sweden, there's a company in America, but there's very few companies. People are talking about it, but no one is doing it. Click to Purchase has done it, and that's what makes it such an interesting business. But the one thing about these companies, which is, which is again, something which we can fundamentally disagree with, is that these companies are recording title registers land registry title registers on blockchain ledgers but we think that they are fundamentally missing the point because it's not the title registry that's the important thing that is actually already proves ownership that's why they exist it is the contract exchange it's the offer process and um, what was very interesting for us as a business is that we were involved in the transaction in trowbridge which we mentioned to you earlier and the transaction in trowbridge occurred yesterday the exchange occurred at, I think it was 2.49, and at 2.51, the online exchange, the contract confirming that exchange was recorded, sorry, six seconds later, not a minute later, six seconds later, was recorded in a block. And therefore, it was absolute proof of that transaction occurring. Now, this will develop out, and this will actually result in a situation where in the not too distant future, the minute you pay, the minute you exchange a contract online, you'll pay for it online. Your mortgage will occur online. The transfer will occur online, and it'll all happen extremely quickly. I'm not going to delve today, I think, into the huge amount of detail that's involved around blockchain, but keep watching and keep listening and start reading because you cannot ignore it. One of the problems with the property industry, I think personally, can be summed up in this article, which appeared yesterday in the Property Week. Now this is to do with cryptocurrencies and um, by coincidence I actually was um, help I was actually quoted in this article talking about bitcoins there's nothing to do with Singavio nothing to do with click to purchase talking about bitcoin technology but I want to scan down because I want to show everyone one interesting thing which I think is shown here right this was a question that was posed to the property industry is bitcoin going to be the next big thing in property and 57% said, no, it is a fad. They could not be more wrong. That sums up the problem with the property industry, that 57% of people questioned didn't think Bitcoins were significant. It is the most significant thing that has happened in the last few years. There will, it will be such a game changer in everything that you're actually involved with in life for the property industry majority 57 percent to think that it's not that they think it's not going to be significant they are completely deluding themselves so i've gone on record i would say the industry is changing far faster than people realize 
Has anybody here got a bit, got um, a Bitcoin? Looked at Bitcoin's blockchain wallet. Anybody? Richard? No. 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 Dale. No. 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 Graham. Not yet. No. You see, interestingly enough, we now will accept payments um, of fees in bitcoins or Ethereum, which is cryptocurrency, and um, I don't think it'd be very long before distributing our profits to the partners in cryptocurrency. So the world is changing. Why are you <laughs> You haven't got a wallet? Well, I just have to owe you, won't I? <laughs> okay. And what's what? Um, has anybody got any views about this uh, cryptocurrency? Graham, do you know much about it? Oh, well, hold on. No, no, I don't, and I need to read up about it because you've just told me I do, so I'll need to find out about it because if that's how you're going to pay me. Well, that's very surprising, you know, because um, I thought people in Scotland were very careful when it came to finances. Um, <laughs> okay, so that's, the, that's Bitcoins. If anybody, we have had someone say they have got um, a wallet, so that's interesting. Um, if you're interested in trying to send us some money to prove that it works, let us know. We'll send you our digital address. So that's blockchain and Bitcoins. And the last thing I wanted to mention particularly was KYC. Um, we've had some issues with KYC this week, haven't we, guys? Graham, have you had any issues in Scotland on KYC? I think there's so many agents up here who don't have any idea about KYC and what they should and shouldn't be doing and they rely totally on solicitors undertaking the, the diligence and uh, as we now know that that's that's no longer the case so I think there's a long way to go up here for people to actually grasp what's required. Have you had uh, an incident where it's caused you an issue? Um, I think it's just an well for want of a better phrase an irritation for everybody that they have to go through it and do it and um, you know, but no, I haven't had an issue, Neil. I have to say, people do know that they have to supply the information now, and they do. Um, but uh, we have had issues in the past where solicitors couldn't verify where the money was coming from, and therefore the deal, the deal couldn't happen, um, despite the fact that they know the guys got the money, but they couldn't actually, they couldn't prove where it was from. So, like, um, I, I, do you know something, Graham? I'm actually surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised that people do know about it. I'm just going to, for people who don't know, let me show you something. This is the financial services. This is the money laundering terrorist financing and the transfer of funds information on the payee regulations 2017, which came into law on the 26th of June from nowhere. All of a sudden, we all had to deal with this regulation. Now, we as a firm have had a number of instances. We've had three instances in the last week where it's caused an issue because what agents don't appreciate or are beginning to appreciate is that as agents we now need to KYC both the buyer and the seller both sides of the transaction but actually interesting enough on the deal that we hopefully are doing today or may have already done today the agent on the other side like us understands they have to KYC both buyer and seller but it's the solicitor is actually causing us some difficulty because the solicitor is the are the, are the group who actually have not been prepared to provide the information that we require. And in fact, Dale, I think it's worth mentioning the deal that you did, did recently where we added for a buyer because that caused an issue. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, what, the one, the one, 
yes yeah, so so we've i've i've just acquired a uh, a restaurant investment for a private investor um and yeah as 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 um as required the 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 buyer and or buyer and or solicitor had to provide the necessarily money laundering information but was totally unaware of the new regulations of what was required um and it took a has taken sort of a a lot of effort and um persuasion to get them to provide the information so it, it seems that you know these regulations have come in um but uh, i mean graham said that sort of a lot of people in scotland aren't aware of it i do not think it's anywhere just isolated to scotland i think it's most of the market aren't aware of it yeah, yeah. and the, and the problem the problem is this is that um we were a bit concerned that in the deal which we were doing today that the seller and the clients thought we were being awkward but the problem is that we have to um be happy to tick off the identity of a buyer or a seller and if we're not comfortable we have to report it and if we don't report it and we have an investigation we are the ones who are liable and there's an unlimited fine and up to two years in jail and as much as i like doing deals i'm not prepared to do it from an insider cell so that's why we were were very very careful and we hope that we didn't come across as being difficult and actually i think by the time the deal got done i think that's i think everyone realized that we weren't being difficult but it is actually going to change and i am aware of one large firm who've brought in a whole compliance team just to deal with this matter so every time they buy or sell or lease a property for someone they are going to have to clear every transaction so it's a bit of a headache but it has to be done so you've got to do it okay any other news richard any other news no aob no graham <laughs> not today not today okay dale nope okay well i've got um, all i want to say before we go okay okay two things first of all before the next google hangout will be my dad's birthday and my dad always watches the google hangouts so i'm sure everybody at sigiville wants to wish nat singer a happy birthday don't we everyone happy birthday everyone happy birthday, happy birthday. there you are see and the second thing i'd like to say is that I just want to congratulate Graham Waddell on the beautiful watercolour that he has painted and is hanging behind his um, back, which I know took him quite a long time. So, Graham, muzzle off. No, no, thank you. I'm going to give up the day job and take, okay. up, uh, take up painting. Okay, so remember, Singaviel, Google Hangout, the next one will be a couple of weeks' time. Um, and do contact us if you are looking for a CPD certificate and we'd be delighted to oblige. So Friday, 4.30. We thought we'd try 4.30 rather than lunchtime because people are probably winding down for the weekend. So thank you very much for watching. Oh, pardon? I've asked a question. Um, ask a question? You're right, I need to ask a question. Uh, whose, birthday, whose birthday is it in the next week or so? There, whose birthday is it? There you are. Okay, good. All right, bye everyone. Say everyone, everyone say goodbye, Dale. Graham. Richard. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thanks very much. <laughs> Bye.